0: this is george g and the time is right welcome today's guest strong and powerful michael hildebrandt michael are you ready to do this absolutely all right let's go michael is the founder of sleep trust they're an organization helping hardworking business professionals reach a healthy life sleep balance michael excited to have you on tell us a little bit about your personal life some more about your work and why you do what
1: you do Okay, i love to do so. So yeah, my name's Michael. Thanks for the introduction. I'm 47 years uh, of age, a parent of three, and I'm a high performance and sleep coach. So uh, what I do is essentially to help people to get into a healthy work-life sleep balance. So I, I call it 3Xing their performance. But now... There, there, like, 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 that's a statement that you can take mathematically. Like, if you follow the kaizen method, improving your sleep or your where your performance, 1.25 percent, you're gonna three x your performance in, in, in 90 days. Hard to measure, but I like to see it as three xing, focusing on our work, life, and our sleep. And uh, sleep is the core of what we do. So we really try to get into a healthy, high-quality sleep. Because as Matthew Walker states it, it's not only a pillar of life, like eat, move, sleep. Probably a lot of your listeners know this book. But rather, it's the foundation. That's what he says. Like the foundation of all pillars of life. So we want to get that right before we move into the other aspects. And I love to see people flourishing. Like if I see uh, entrepreneurs, business professionals feel better, perform better, that, that means they're creating more value for the world. And I feel as this little part of that, uh, which is great. And if I see them feel better and appreciate things uh, in a different way, grow, flourish, that's what I strive for in my own life uh, and and do every single day, then that kind of gives me this super awesome feedback too. So that's what why I'm doing what I do.
0: I love it. How are we doing? How are how are human beings doing regarding sleeping? Are we doing awesome? Oh
1: my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I would not say we're doing awesome. Like I think uh, times were never more challenging than, than nowadays. Like even though we're all super, like there's the supplement market is like tremendously exploding, and we're all kind of into health and do fitness and all of this. But the truth is, like we would rather do a little bit of fitness, or or even better, eat a pill to stay healthy, then invest into sleep, invest into changing our habits to uh, actually uh, perform on a really healthy level. So uh, times are challenging for us, a lot of reasons for that, high demands, uh, high expectations, higher expectations than we ever had, and a lifestyle that is like um, not really supporting good sleep or health.
0: Something I was curious about recently i I, w- I was wondering to myself i thought i wonder if animals get depressed do animals suffer from depression like human beings do we're probably not going to answer that question today but do animals have sleeping problems are, are 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 you aware or is this strictly a human domain that that we're screwing ourselves up on
1: i i will honestly admit george i never really uh dove into that topic <laughs> uh, but i i feel um Feel feel uh, confident enough to say even if animals could have problems like depression or not sleeping well, the percentage will be much 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 lower. It's going to be a fraction of what we see in human uh, in our human race.
0: So it just makes me wonder: is is our are, are sleep problems genetic, or is the vast majority just environmental stuff we're doing to ourselves?
1: Yeah, the, the vast majority is uh, absolutely is stuff what we're doing to ourselves. Like, um, if 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 you look at the the like, there are certain uh, sleep problems that are just like diseases, sleep apnea, uh, sleep uh, uh, paralysis, and all, all of these. There are a lot of like um, um, diseases, but if you look at the majority of people, their sleep problems come through minds. Like we're we're constantly. Uh, uh under high demands and that leads our minds to think in ways that are not really serving us if you look at the environment that we've got we've got electricity light light plays a major role when it comes to our sleep like we've got special receptors in our eyes most people don't don't really know that that pick up on blue light specifically like and these things these informations they get passed on to our inner clock main inner clock right away And that passes the information to the pineal gland, and that produces melatonin, right? And we all know melatonin because it's one of those pills, supplements, that we can easily buy and throw into our mouth. But, like, if you look at what we've got nowadays, we turn on the light. We we decide when the light goes on, we decide when it goes off. We decide when entertainment starts, when it stops. Like, instead of relaxing in front of a campfire nowadays, we get entertained and watch TV or work, or do stuff that is just not in line with what nature expects us to do when the day ends. So a vast majority of problems are due to our behavior, are due to the power that we've got over our lives, starting with electricity and all other things, uh, entertainment, um, that we've got on the tip of our fingers right now, which would not have been the case a couple of hundred years ago, a hundred years ago even
0: so i've i've heard of of the danger of blue light that, that 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 gets emitted from a lot of our devices does blue light come from light bulbs does and, and let me take a big step back does blue light come from fire
1: The actually uh, actually not uh, fire or if you uh, light up a candle has very low um low amounts of blue light it's more red light like if you look at the fire it is reddish and you can see it doesn't spread as much light to the outside so it's still darkish around the fire right yeah. which is the difference if you have a look at a uh, blue light and yeah uh, blue light gets emitted in uh, light bulbs typically nowadays you can also buy uh, light bulbs that have uh, don't have blue light but typical blue lights uh, uh, bulbs have blue light and the same is true for our tvs for our mobiles even though like apple has something like night shift they try to filter out the blue light um yeah that's true so it's in, it's in there. Yeah. Interesting. But I will, will, will tap on one thing because a lot of people just focus on the light, especially when it comes to our little devices that we all love. Like I, I'm a big fan of technology, but it's also, I, I like to call it the entertainment trap. We entertain our brains until we hit the bed. And that's just not healthy. We need to give our, room, our brains space to think about the things that are really moving us, things that might make us anxious, things that might spike hope, things that we might need to solve in our lives to live happy. And it's kind of like this trap that we like to get entertained until we hit the bed, and then things, like then our brain has room. Like now we're lying in bed, the lights are off, and then our brain gets active and thinks about these things, producing anxiety and other feelings that are not really sleep-promoting.
0: So if, if I, if I go from, if I'm either in bed scrolling through just using my phone in some capacity or the television is on and I'm watching and turn off device, turn off TV, turn off light, sleep time, that's, that's, it, it, when you say it like that, it sounds obviously like a bad decision. So what is, what is a better decision and, 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 and why, how much time should I leave there?
1: So what well, I, in, in, in the coachings, um, like my clients to do is something I call shutdown complete. Like one hour, one hour before you go to bed, you really want to get into dimmed environment, get rid of all of that distraction and do things that are more promoting. You might want to meditate, journal, listen to music, all fine. Like give your, your brain space, have a conversation with your wife or your kids or a friend all good. Have a walk. There are a lot of things, a lot of options that we can do to give ourselves that space that we need to wind down and then go to bed.
0: And so music is okay. Conversation, meditation. It's a function of, I, I need to give my brain some time to, to, be just worrying about what's what's already inside of it versus taking in new stimulation am I on the right track
1: absolutely George absolutely that that nails it because we're we're kind of used to stimulate our brains that's what our brains kind of like and especially for business professionals uh, we we just need that input right we're all constantly learning taking information in thinking about things that we're going to do but we need to have this time this space to really be able to give our brains the wind out time, like to do whatever it needs to do to process, pre process the information before we fall asleep. Because when we sleep, our brains are active too. Like it's not as if our brains are sleeping, they're highly active at stages. But it's just not good if we're stressed or like a common trap is also like when we when we notice this, that we want to try to fall asleep. Like these, this is typically where the dilemma starts. Like a lot of business professionals, do not have any problems to fall asleep, but some do. And typically, a big trap is to go to bed then and to say, "Okay, I want, I need to sleep now. I want to sleep." And sleep is a completely complex and unconscious process. So trying to, and we're used to control all kinds of things. We can do that, but when we start to try to control our sleep, then we're in trouble because that's not how it works. No good sleeper wants to sleep. We all want to rest. Like they go to bed and are thankful for a good night of uh, like a good rest. And that leads to a good night of sleep. So there are a couple of very important things that we can do right or wrong when it comes to the evening time of the equation. But that's only one part. Like a good night of sleep starts with a day well spent, right? And you, you, the AM ritual is as important as the PM ritual. And that's what most people don't really get when they think about their sleep and they really focus on the evening hour. But it's really a lot about getting up in the right way. Like we had a little conversation before our um, before we, we started the podcast here and you shared with me that you get up at a certain time every morning. That's part of the equation. Get up. At one time, doesn't matter what time it is, get up at the same time. We're all creatures of habit, and we have this biorhythm, and biorhythm has the rhythm in in it, right? And rhythm is like boom, boom, boom. That's a rhythm. But if you start to mix up when you get up and go to bed, it's like it's not boom, boom, boom. It's boom, 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 boom. boom, boom, boom. It's, it's, It's confusing for our bodies. So get up at the same time, and then do the exact opposite get into bright light tell your body let your body know that the day has started drink a glass of water rehydrate we lo- lose a lot of water when we sleep get into light move your body these things have breakfast at the same time that's a timing aspect too so start your day strong and then like then you're set up for a good night of sleep afterwards like if you tie these things together it's am pm rhythm and that's um, a very important aspect of, that most people don't focus on. That I I hope is interesting for your listeners too. If they if you're struggling with sleep, listening to this, and you've done did a lot in your evenings, think about your mornings. Like how's your day starting?
0: So, I have heard about having light when 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 we wake up. So if I like, just for me, as an example, I, I, I'm sneaking through the house quietly at at four o'clock in the morning, and I'm, 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 I'm essentially just working around in in the dark, because I don't want to disturb anybody. Is my body still thinking, what is he doing? We're not awake yet? Is he going to go back to bed? Because the light hasn't hit me yet?
1: Yeah, probably kind of, you're going to notice like how you feel, right? But at some point, you don't have to get into bright light when you leave the bedroom. Like I get that you you probably, and I wouldn't wake anybody up here too. I get up earlier times like, and I don't wake up the entire family. But if I'm in my office, like I'm free to turn on the light and there are daytime lamps that you can just buy or like I've got very light, uh, uh, modular lights in my office that I can just ramp up and I just do that. And you, you literally, you will feel as soon as the light bumps up, how your body responds how your mind responds to that
0: got it that's interesting all right so rituals the food i'm putting in my body nutrition what i'm thinking about all these things are 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 building that bridge from the am to the
1: pm yeah so yeah right food is an aspect too like nutrition I typically is it's not my main profession, but what I always like to say is there there's one one thing I really um think everybody should get right. And that's the sugar thing. Like if we're talking about rhythms and we look at breakfast, like you can eat a healthy breakfast, or you can like eat cereals or you know, very sugary. And it and when we're talking about rhythms, what what happens if we eat sugar? Like It spikes up our insulin, and we've got the next thing that disturbs our rhythm. Insulin up, insulin down. And and that can even move down to our sleep. Like if if we move into sleep and our insulin levels drop, that can uh, disturb our sleep too. So I think it's important to keep in mind, like there's no, you don't have to be perfect with your nutrition and with all other things too. But you need to be honest to yourself and take a, a... with this information, like light, movement, and, and other aspects, take an honest uh, observe, uh, observe your, your life honestly and think, okay, what are the major things, like the one or two things that I could improve? That's typically how I like to start. Not get, don't get overwhelmed. Don't try to get everything perfect. It's hard. It will not work. Focus on one or two things you know will work or relate to you, and then start with that and see how you feel after two weeks.
0: Yeah. I think that that makes a lot of sense. I mean, when, when you do take a step back and you think, okay, you know, I'm not feeling very good. So important to realize, recognize that all the things that I'm doing, things I'm putting in my mouth, the way I'm moving my body, um, what I'm putting into my head and what I'm giving my attention to are all going to have an impact, sometimes really big, sometimes smaller, but it will have some impact on my quality of sleep and you know, just over time, if that's bad, it'll get a little bit worse. Probably it's not just going to fix itself. So everything contributes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Nothing to add. That was an uh, awesome summary of, of yeah the essential points. Yeah.
0: Is there, is it, is temperature in, 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 in the room? Is that personal preference? How do I figure that out?
1: So generally speaking, I love to always take the big picture. Like look at nature. Look at nature. You, you cannot go wrong if you look at nature. Two things happen when we look at the daytime nighttime cycle, which is also in sleep science called the circadian rhythm. Right. So, sun goes up, and temperature goes up. Right. That's what happens at daytime. Nighttime, the opposite, and it's so simple. But you know, sometimes the the essential truths are simple mostly they are. So sun goes down, temperature drops. I know there's a lot of people search for what's the right temperature in my bedroom, this and that. Yeah, like you get people that even share uh, uh, degrees. Like this is the temperature you need to have in your bedroom, which is completely stupid. Like if you look at nature, in my opinion, like in summer, there are different temperatures than there are winter and so on. But what's always the same is like you want to have your bedroom cooler at nighttime than it is. At daytime like in summer that might be a different temperature than in winter but keep your your bedroom cool keep fresh air in there so we always or i love like to sleep with the window open that's it like end of story window open it's going to temperature is going to drop and i'm going to get fresh air and if you're not able to do that because you don't feel safe just see that your temperature is just slightly your bedroom temperature is slightly cooler than the other rooms
0: that makes a lot of sense in terms of the equipment how do I know if, if my mattress is good, or my pillow is good? Am I? Is that is how how important is that?
1: Yeah, uh, quite important. So you you want to feel like if if you get up every every day, and uh, your, your back hurts, your spine hurts, your neck hurts, then you should definitely uh, go to an expert and check that out and get a mattress that works for you, where your body sinks in at the right, you know, like, depending on if you sleep on your back on your side, like, where, where it sinks in that your spine kind of stays straight get the right pillow good pillow you know that that all of that feels comfortable because otherwise that that's uh just gonna be horrible over time right adds yeah. up yeah
0: yeah it's funny I, I don't know what the statistics are but I imagine that uh that, and this is me I think I went for so many years but just the same pillow and, uh, you know, I think that, uh, if you've got the wrong one, it's just an easy thing to kind of hold on to for, for, for way too long. So anyway, enough about my pillow, Michael, I appreciate, uh, appreciate you coming on. Where can people learn more about you and how can they, how can they improve their sleep?
1: So the the easiest way is actually to check out sleeptrust.eu or even better to um, uh, follow me on Instagram. So it's at sleeptrust and you're gonna gonna find me and just reach out like hello at um, sleeptrust.eu or or on the website, you can download uh, the uh, PTS system that I've got, like it's nine clear steps to move people to good sleep primarily, but also 3Xing their performance. Like, that's my my passion. I want to see people flourish. Sleep, the most important part, but all other aspects move in there too. Like, get our life right and get our work. Let's really crush it at work. So, um, that's where you can uh, find that. And yeah, I would be happy, obviously, you know, if, if that resonates to you to help you out. If you have any questions, just drop them. And I typically come back to every single uh, person that reaches out to me. Sometimes it might take a day or two, but. Are uh, you getting a reply?
0: Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Michael your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to sleeptrust.eu and check out all the great resources that Michael's provided. You can download the nine-step system to get more done and more get more energy feel better and just increase your performance in every area and you can find him on instagram as well it's at sleep trust and i'll link all those in the notes of the show thanks again michael
1: thank you for having me
0: and until next time remember do your part by doing your best